Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to episode 175 of the Presence Podcast. It's Sunday evening. Actually, it is uh, Monday morning. It's after midnight. And I need to get up tomorrow early for the next day of my summer gym program. So I'm going to keep this short tonight. I had a good day, a day in which I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. I'm sitting out here tonight on my patio, my screened-in porch, and I appreciate your joining me here tonight to hear about my experience today on this Sunday. Well, it was a Sunday, and... um, You know, Sundays are the Sabbath, and my wife and I go to church. And, you know, we have not consistently found a church time for us. And sometimes we go in the mornings, other times we go to a 5 o'clock Mass. This day, decided we were going to go to the 5 o'clock Mass because, well, there was an exciting um, soccer match on today, World Cup, this morning at 11 Eastern time, and it was Japan and playing against Senegal. Took me a minute there, sorry, to remember what the game was, but it was Japan against Senegal, and an interesting and important game because each of those teams had upset the what people had thought were the favorite teams uh, in their uh, group, and those two teams, Senegal and Japan, were battling it out for first place in the group. Well, as it turns out, they battled so much that it ended in a tie. (laughs) So both are in the driver's seat looking forward to uh, the next game, the last game this week, which will see which team advances and actually if a team, one of those two teams, advances. Well, that meant, because I was watching this morning, that we would go to church at 5 o'clock. And we went to a local church that we go to pretty frequently. It's a fairly suburban church, large parish. And, you know, I I like the liturgy. It's uh, kind of guitar, band, sort of drums uh, kind of music. And today was no exception. And the God Presence moment came during the special intentions, during the prayers of the people, prayers of the faithful, sometimes it's called. And I was listening carefully to see if this church would pray the prayer that was on my mind, which is something that was significant in our country last week, which is the detaining of people seeking to cross the southern border and separating children from their families. And I'm not going to go over this because I presume the listener um, was aware of this last week, and maybe also that you are aware that the Catholic bishops came out very strongly against this policy, saying that it was cruel and unjust and, quite frankly, wrong to separate children from their parents in this manner. And fortunately, by the middle to end of the week, the Trump administration um, changed the policy. They, they ceased doing this. But at the same time, they didn't put into place any plans for reuniting the separated children, which numbers about 2,200, 2,200 
quickly and efficiently with their parents. So I went into Mass today wondering and certainly hoping that the prayers of the people, prayers of the faithful, would include this prayer. And, well, it did. And again, I kind of felt a sigh of relief that we included this, because I think it's essential, especially in a suburban, quite frankly, fairly conservative um, parish like this one, that this prayer be prayed, that we are reminded that those who are seeking to come into this country, even if they are breaking a law, the law of our immigration, we still must, absolutely must treat them justly and fairly and with compassion and intentionally using cruelty to try to dissuade them or deter them from doing this is absolutely wrong. And I am so grateful that they, um, in this church, made that decision to pray for an end to this policy. Now, actually, I, I didn't write the prayer itself down, and I certainly didn't record it. I think the line was along the lines of, let us pray for these migrants, for these people that are seeming to enter. And I don't think they prayed specifically for the government, for the administration in power to act more justly. So I was a little bit disappointed because, you know, this policy just didn't happen. It's not like, you know, children and their parents are being separated in, in just a random sort of way. This is an intentional policy that is being done. And I think that the prayer of the faithful needed to point that out. And unfortunately, it didn't. But at the same time, it brought to mind this absolute in, intentional uh, uh, policy and a reminder to those of us in the pews that we have a responsibility also to end this, to call our representatives, to protest, to speak up at whatever opportunities we have to remind the administration that these are human beings, that yes, they might be breaking a law, but that still does not allow us to call them names, to um, make false uh, statements about um, the impact and the effect that they have. And ultimately, we must treat them justly and fairly and compassionately. So I felt God's presence throughout the liturgy, of course, but in a special way, reminding us that Jesus tells us in Matthew 25 that when you gave me shelter, when you fed me, when you welcomed me, when you welcomed the least of these, you welcomed me. And I think this prayer of the faithful was a reminder to us that we must do that in, in this world today. And I'm grateful for it. So when have you prayed and how have you prayed for the needs of our time, for what our government, for what our society, for what our world is facing what ways have you brought those intentions publicly to the community in which you pray, in which you worship, in which you live? How have you brought that forward? And how has God been present in that bringing of it forward? Again, I appreciate your listening tonight. Thank you so much for that and blessings and peace to you.